All right. Hey, guys, we got a postcard from Jim on his vacation. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, we'll that'll be our intro this week. It goes something like this. Hey, guys, just wanted to give you all a shout. Really enjoying the vacation. Just catching some sun, getting all banged up, and checking out plenty of hot ass on the beach. Wow. News report for you guys. They shave everything these days. <laughs> Lots of change since my day. Anyway, miss you guys and the pod. Hope that f***er Fulton doesn't steal my job. Hashtag bring back the bush. Engineer Jim. Oh, that's sure nice. Yeah, it is nice. Let's hit the music. Hit it. Hit it. Hey, hit it. Ah. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Dan. Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 32, brought to you by... We are close. We're really close. We are told. Again, another update for you. Got an email. Pretty much every week we get an email from our agent, uh, super agent, Jordan Bejant, and he uh, he basically says, hey, guys, for, he forwards us an email from someone at Fox who's in sales who says, get all but this dot in the eyes. Still, there's some T's. Got to cross those. After this contract's done, should we maybe do an overview of the Fox legal department? If it takes, <laughs> if it takes Fox sales this long to get a sponsor for a podcast, how do we have any f***ing commercials on television? <laughs> I'm in charge of the soundboard this week. Yeah, this is going to be horrible, guys. I apologize in advance. Because Patrick, uh, we're recording this during the All-Star game. Yep. He, I've got a lot of business to take care of. Well, this is what he said. So yesterday we said, uh, because we are recording it as the All-Star game is on, on Fox. Lots of our social media people are busy sending out tweets, tweets, tweets. <laughs> and Patrick is one of them because he's the head of the social media department. And therefore, he sent us a big letter of apology yesterday, apologizing for the fact that he could not be here for the podcast. So I guess he knows, I guess we know where his priorities lie. But less is more on the tweets. I sent like 500 during the uh, Home Run Derby. I annoyed everyone, and now I'm not going to tweet for like two months. Yeah, everyone stopped following you. No, I don't think that. I just was having fun yeah. during the Home Run No, but, uh, but Patrick's not here. But if you can successfully handle this audio board, Dan, let's give, it, give us some more samples. Ah, that's good. Ah, you're ready for the morning zoo now. I'm coming, baby! Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, if you could successfully handle it, I don't really see any reason to have Patrick involved on in this podcast That's right. Anymore. We can cut out a salary right there. Oh, yeah, no one's oh, getting paid. Nobody's getting No paid. one's getting a cent. Nobody's getting anything. Everyone's getting paid in banana loaf or no, strawberry rhubarb, rhubarb, strawberry. rhubarb loaf. Yeah, no, it's not rhubarb <laughs> loaf. <laughs> it's a strawberry... Ba- hey, Adina Dezel, Adela Dezim. Ah, uh, she's going to... Sing the the national anthem here. The the lead singer of Frozen. Oh, Frozen. the lead singer of Frozen. <laughs> the band, the '80s hair metal band. Uh, guys, I have a question for everyone in studio that's from the United States. Um, does anyone know what the fast lane is in the United States? How cars go fast in the left lane? If you aren't going fast, you get the fuck out of that lane. Does anyone know that rule? That's how it's supposed to work, yeah. yeah. Not one Not single mention, person. Yeah, but you're in California. Not too. one single person knows that rule. That's in L.A. specifically. And the here's the other thing. In an HOV lane. Uh, L.A. is not the worst place to drive. In an HOV lane, when you're in it, you should be going faster than all the traffic. It's not just to leisurely have a lane to yourself. 
It's to go faster than the other traffic. Well, maybe you want to take a little yeah. leisurely drive sometimes. They're you... just like, I've got a lane to myself. Oh, oh it looks like I've got the jackpot. <laughs> I'm riding around this lane all the way to work. Oh, this is nice. I'm going to play some Adina Dezel from Frozen. Makes no freaking sense. Wow, you're really upset about uh, about the L.A. traffic situation. It took me an hour to get downtown today from Santa Monica. I don't know what the hell was going Why on. Why were you going downtown? Had uh, lunch with uh, with the TSN quiz master. I was about to say his name, but I'll just leave it like, like that. From the quiz. Yeah, the TSN quiz master and I and uh, my wife, we all had lunch. It was fantastic. You have a lot of lunches. Yeah, well, I get out and socialize. I'm not like you. It's stay hot in my hovel. Rallying against HOV lanes and <laughs> <That's right. laughs> drivers. You know what is amazing, though? And I can't remember if we've talked about this, is, the again, how motorbikes and bikes can go in the, just cut right through the lanes. Yeah, there's you, no rules for that. There's no rules for them in California. They can just go right in the middle of lanes. Like, it, that's the first thing everyone always comments on when they come visit us down here. What What's with the bikes just going straight through like that? It's like, what is this, like Bangkok? <laughs> But it is legal. <laughs> yeah, it's totally legal. But then they can also go, not only can they go in between lanes, they can go on the shoulder. Yeah. Like they can just go. They can drive on just top of your car. Go anywhere they can they drive want. on top of your car if they want. So should we all be getting like Harleys maybe? How, there must be 38 motorcycle deaths a day. Well, that's not, how are people not dying when you're switching lanes all the time? Like people are switching lanes and nobody knows And they've knows got what those little doing. bumps in between the lanes. So the motorbike hits one of those. You're, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand how, A, all the bikers aren't dead, and B, why we don't all have bikes, if those are the rules. Where uh, is the no probably has a bike. That makes no sense. Uh, uh, oh, here we go. Welcome to the Canadian Wall of Fame, the Sutherlands. Donald nice. and Kiefer. Kiefer and Donald on the Canadian Kiefer Wall of Fame. Kiefer in that picture is like, take the f***ing picture already. Yeah. Yeah, that's Donald, though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Donald. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, great actors. Remember a movie called Max Dugan Returns? I wonder if any of our podcast listeners know that. That was a good movie. He was in that, remember? Both of them? Jason Robards. uh, Donald. I don't think Kiefer was in that. Remember Kiefer was in The Lost Boys? Yep. That was good. Kiefer. um, Donald was in uh, Animal House. Kiefer was also in um, Stand By Me, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kiefer often played the bad, like the bad teenager. He is a the bad, bad guy. He's a bad boy. And now he's a hero. It's a show's coming to an end, though. Is that is it over now? Twenty four. Live another day. Is that the end of it? Well, Mike, yeah, you're supposed was, to be connected to the world of Fox Entertainment. Yeah, I think they just brought it back for like a short series. But I don't know if they're. I know how it ends. Again. I'm sorry if this is a spoiler alert. Okay. It ends. He finally enters the restroom. He's like, oh, and then just. There's a trap for that, Dan. <laughs> it says fart. <laughs> Jack Power. Oh, God. And that's how it ends. And then, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Who's coming on the show today? CJ Netkowski from our uh, MLB Whip Around crew. He's the All-Star Game as we speak. He's going to be on a cellular telephone from the game. From the game. Hey, any chance you could look up all the t- He's played for so many teams, Dan. Uh, all the teams he's played for. Uh, and we asked him about, did he play in Montreal at any point? I think he might have. 
Have, he was drafted wait, in 94. Wait, I've got Mike's computer. You have Yahoo as your homepage? What? Are what? you huh? from 1982? What is wrong with you? you? No, I don't. It's Google. Yeah. No, no, it's no, Yahoo. It was, it was Yahoo. No, it's Google. I know my own computer. Hey, don't. You've been on it for don't five minutes. Don't knock Yahoo. Their sports, their website, yeah, it whoa. gets a lot more hits than ours does. Does it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, well, we're going to have him on. Yeah, he, CJ's well, he coming was, on. He's hilarious. I think okay, he here's the team. Cincinnati Reds, okay. Detroit Tigers, Houston Astros, Detroit Tigers, New York Mets, Detroit Tigers, Texas Rangers, Atlanta Braves, Detroit Tigers, New York Yankees, Washington Nationals, Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks, SK Wyverns, Dusan Bears, Nexon Heroes. That guy moved a lot. <laughs> At some point, do you think he's like, you know, I could go play pro ball uh, in Dusseldorf, or I could fucking not have to move again? How about that? That would just get annoying after a while, wouldn't it? Nah, he experienced life. I guess. Yeah, he did. He saw a lot of cities. That's for sure. I have to. I was loved uh, Korea. Apparently, I got home after work, and uh, Grandma is here visiting uh, the family, and the, she's big into these house hunter shows. So she was watching one where they were finding a house overseas, and this uh, this family from Texas, they were moving to somewhere in China. So the two kids, they were finding a house and all that and, and adapting to life there. I wanted to show that show to my daughters and say, you think it's tough for you adapting in, uh, in L.A.? You could be in their shoes. But wait, they're not still having a hard time ad- ad- adapting nah. to L.A. They're loving it now. Every day they're at the beach. They're uh, they're hitting the clubs. They're at the Viper Room. Well, we just gotta get a boogie board. So is she singing again? Adina, go home. Yeah, that's enough, Adina. Oh, does she have to do both anthems and then she does one from a different perch? Maybe. <laughs> I think she did uh, "God Bless America" first, then oh. the anthem. What? Don't you do "God Bless America" like around seventh inning stretch? Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, My country, tis of thee. America. America the Beautiful. My America country, the Beautiful. My country, tis of thee. Sweet Again, I, okay, I don't want to offend. Yet. Here we go. I'm going to say Is that the name this. of a song? <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> I think that's the first, that's the first lyric. line of what? Which that's, My uh, country, tis of thee. America the Beautiful. God save the queen? <laughs> can you, can you <laughs> please? Like God save the queen? Can you please belt out my country, my country, tis of, tis of thee? thee? I'm pretty sure it's the God title, too. God save our gracious queen. Yahoo, search that. No, Yahoo, the search engine's broken. Um, can I just bring up one point about uh, yes. America the Beautiful? Great song. Love it. Short, concise. Love it. Excellent. Would never insult that song. But isn't White with Foam kind of a throwaway mm-hmm. lyric? Mm-hmm. Really? White to the oceans? White with foam? Who Does anyone say, oh, look at that beautiful Pacific Ocean, all the hot foam out there? Nobody says that, right? <laughs> no. It is a lot of foam out there. A lot of foam. Nobody says that. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh, look at all the foam How's in the ocean. How's the ocean today? Very foamy. Nobody. Not a, one human. They're like, all right, I got to rhyme something with home. Uh, dome. Gnome. Oh, here come the fighter jets. Here comes home. How about foam? <laughs> <laughs> it's a throwaway lyric, and nobody discusses that, I guess for good reason. Wasn't that interesting? <laughs> Um, who else this is that? what I don't like about Dan being on the board. He's totally yeah. not into the conversation. No, I'm read. I'm reading this. He's he's like, this is the problem. I this is why we need Patrick. I didn't want to. I-
Yeah, I could do it. I didn't want to upset our American listeners, so I didn't want to say anything. This, in the this is the, but this is it. Then I've realized now we have to have Patrick on the podcast, and that sucks because we clearly <laughs> want to get him off of it. <laughs> We've we got, just keep changing the time. We also it's have, not right. Yeah. Also, aside from CJ Nikos, we have Peter Schrager coming on. He's back from vacation, and he's got some tales to tell. Jeremy Taggart yeah, is at Taggart. the Stahl Brothers uh, Golf Tournament in Thunder Bay. Woo! And Vince O'Toole is going to call in. Perfect. Now, should we start with this? Um, we were talking. To, I talked about the uh, the triple X Vin Diesel movie tattoo I saw on that uh, that dude that we were in line Uh-oh, behind. Did he? Tim did he hear you? Nope. But well, we got another email uh, from uh, someone. Brian Jones, not the uh, late Rolling Stones guitarist, but a different Brian Jones, I'm assuming. It's B. Jones, B.C. And uh, we're going to get Mike to read this letter that Brian sent to us. An actual letter. Yeah. That is a lengthy email. Actual letters from email. Sorry. Yeah. Viewer mail, so to speak. But not a letter. Yeah. It's a letter. All right. uh, Hi, Jay. Your story about the guy with the triple X tattoo reminded me of a tattoo that my old roommate's buddy got years ago. They were banged up in downtown Vancouver one night, and one of them ended up with a robotic f***ing balls on his arm. So we have the... Yeah, if we want to see it, here it is. If you're... Ooh, let's see. That's a robotic f***ing balls that was tattooed onto his arm. Wow. Sorry, Vader, I'll make sure you can see that there. that's a very odd tattoo choice. It looks like robotic balls, and then the cock shaft is made of different various wires and and trinkets and such. Okay, (laughs) go on, Mike. Trinkets. (laughs) So this is my friend's recollection recollection of the event. So we were at a Mims concert. The guy, the This Is Why I'm Hot guy, and he just kept doing that song over and over because that's all he has. Anyways, about... What's a Mims concert? Google it. What is a Mims concert? I think he's a, a rapper. Oh, okay. All right. Go on. Um, anyways, about t- 12 gin and tonics later, yeah. we end up at the tattoo shop. I like it. Lee said, I won't get one. And I was like, yeah, I will. After that back and forth, he says, if you get one, you can pick mine. So I get my stupid initials on my leg, and he sits there for about four hours getting the outline done while the tattoo guy sits there needing to take breaks to laugh <laughs> and to ask him to think it through. It was at that point where it could be transformed into a moped or something. Next thing, <laughs> next thing we both wake up in a hotel with tattoos. Best part is he had to go back alone two weeks later to get it filled in. I'll bet he got it filled in. <laughs> the other best part is that if he get the other best part is he gets fatter every time I see him, so the tattoo keeps getting bigger and bigger. Perfect. That's the awesome. guy still has the tattoo, and he's since gotten married and had a kid. Oh, if you get a chance to read this and want to use it on the pod, I have a photo of the tattoo to go with it, and we'll there put this is, up yeah. on the there it is, video yeah. version. That's <laughs> That's Robo. <laughs> oh, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robo. Sound That's Robo Shaft. Yeah, you got a robotic sound effect? We should have one. We <laughs> <laughs> do. Robo. I'm coming, baby. <laughs> okay, that's Robo insertion. <laughs> there it is. Uh, also, great meeting you and Dan at the McDonald's in Sochi the night Canada won the gold medal. Capped off an unreal Olympic experience. Keep up the awesome work. I honestly don't know how you guys haven't been fired after the last couple of pods. Whoa, whoa. I think that's, that's, a, com- that's a compliment. Yeah, that's uh, a compliment. Got away with No, I know. I just, let's keep that on the down low. We don't want anyone to go back and listen it to those podcasts. <laughs> I think they're fine. They should I go back. Fine. They should watch and listen. Uh, Brian, thank you very much uh, for the robo and the letter.
That's terrific. Uh, Mike, Thanks, Mike. Mike, uh, don't take offense. Um, but oh, here it is. <laughs> what? Whatever you say. If you someone, say that, then I'm, yeah. Don't take offense. You're oh, about yeah, to say something offensive. extremely offensive to that person. Did you cut your own hair? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fault like that one. <laughs> just wondering. Uh, why? Maybe it's just styled different today. Just wondering. I'm not. I'm taking a Dan stance. I got a haircut hey, on I'm Saturday, not. actually. Okay, there we go. Don't go I'm back to that barber. Headset. Don't go back to that barber. All right. Your <laughs> oh, own jokes aren't even. Are we? It wasn't a joke. I was just. Are we missing the, the lubricating chemistry of Patrick Muldowney on this podcast? The lubricating chemistry? Yeah. What he's. It just lube? seems something's off here. Patrick. And I think what it is is it's you on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's off. Have you explained the loaf here? Yeah, that's strawberry bread. That's my loaf. I, yeah, we did already. <laughs> you were busy with the soundboard. See, this well, is a problem. You don't you know what's going attention. on. You need to focus. Oh, <laughs> Oh, what? What did you do? I forgot the chips again. Oh, I, I didn't. That's what I thought you were going to say. Don't take offense to, but I forgot your damn chips. Oh, crap. Sorry. You are, so no one is ever going to make a wager with you ever again. You're that guy now. No. Who again, doesn't pay his cash, wagers. Again, it's if it's cash. I give it to you. Uh, but Mike did return this book to me. Theo Fleury's Playing with Fire. Yeah. Great, we should great. get Theo on the pod He's sometime. Great, great See, man. I return things. I borrow, too. There I know, you Mike. You're a good man. I'm not. I'm not good at having to go to a store and buy something. You insulted his haircut. Can you I haven't get, paid back your Can I give you money to buy barbecue chips? No. No, that doesn't work that way. you got to go get it. It's kind of I thought you had it at home. <laughs> Remember, you caught me on that lie. Oh, yeah, that was a right. lie that I was caught on. Okay? <laughs> my hair is kind of spiky. I just, no, it's the headset. I, it, no, looks, my, it's, it looks. No, it looks like you don't have any water pressure in your house. But that's okay. That's how my I look hair like looks the all the time. Guy. Oh, speaking of which, a lot of emails were get, or a lot of tweets were getting about the Travago guy dressing up. He's like got the suit now. That's right. He's 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 got one commercial where he's got a belt on. Is there a Travago guy outtake commercial? I thought I saw something about that. We, oh, by the way, uh, Mims is a rapper. You're correct. He's an American-born rapper. <laughs> Fulton loves that, too. Uh, uh, we have some other videos we want to play, too. Again, Dan, on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is just... I just want to apologize sincerely. Hey, it's time for us to call CJ, guys. CJ's at the All-Star Game. First pitch hasn't even happened yet, so this is perfect. We'll get him on. We'll chat with him a little bit. And <laughs> yeah, then and he we'll, was on the uh, pregame show, so he's He should free be free now. and clear. Right, right. Beautiful. Okay. Is he coming on our show? Like, is he doing a hit for our show I later? I think they're after we're going to do our first show and then basically fill till the game's over, and then we would toss to them. Oh, I don't know if it's a whip around sounds show. sounds like we're going to be here forever. No, no. This game's going to be quick. It's almost over. <laughs> haven't oh, he thrown the first pitch God. yet. Now I'm, but at least, now I'm depressed. At least we have an entire crew to take care of you and I, who are the only ones in studio tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, just to, someone to, to cut my hair. I just wanted someone to cut Me my too. hair. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did Mike. I could cut your hair. No, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea, Mike. I don't think that's a, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea at all. That's a good one. Oh my! Seriously, I didn't cut my own hair. I, I know. Didn't we know. knew. We know. No. Dan, Dan doesn't have to ever cut his hair, so it's easy for him to say. No, I perfectly. need a haircut. I, by the way, I had a little snappy nappy before uh, before work, and now my hair's all poofy. 
It so. looks like no difference. <laughs> There's literally no change in the hair whatsoever. No. Um, just a heads up to our regular listeners. Um, we will not be doing a podcast uh, yeah, next, next week and the week after. Next two weeks, folks, we're on vacay. Uh, we've been putting in a lot of hours. I mean, sure, we took four months off, and then we've done how many two months of pods, maybe? Yeah, since we came back, I think we did ten. That's this is, pretty this good. Is Eleven. That's, That's a good little stretch. Yeah. I, I think we deserve a couple of weeks off. For yeah, that. and we're both returning to Canada. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to be in Canada. So I think in the end, you know, absence will make the heart grow fonder. But please don't send us tweets saying, "Where's the pod this week? You guys take off for Sochi again? We'll be on the hut, on Jedi." I think I'm going to pay a visit to Spanky's. Because I'm really? going to my hometown of Peterborough. Oh, perfect. So I'll bring back some shirts and everything. Could you really? If we were all decked out in uh, spanky shirts, Well, that'd they be sent that cool. stuff before. Oh, did they? Yeah. They did. Oh. Did I you wear- guys wear it? Uh, I think I did once. I don't remember. Jim that. wears the hat. That was in the old. That was in the old incarnation of incarnation. So we're getting new ones? Of the pit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so get us some new ones, yeah, Toolsy. That sounds good. Is CJ on the line? No. All right. Okay, we're just waiting for CJ. Let's call Vince. Okay, let's, let's call, call Vince O'Toole. O'Toole. Um, we We're calling up Vince somewhere. O'Toole. Should let him know. Answer the phone. Um, so I wanted. It's going well. I wanted to uh, bring back the mangled uh, childhood. This isn't really mangled childhood. It's it's a strange um, situation that the O'Tools and my other side, the Croaks, have with uh, with washrooms or bathrooms or restrooms, whatever you want to call it. They masturbate in them if they're on a flight over five hours. No, that's you. Um. So we'll uh, we'll get that tale from Vince O'Toole. Maybe, or do you want to hear a manure pit story? Oh, either. <laughs> Talk about a win-win either way. <laughs> Actually, I think the manure pit story sounds pretty good. Okay, well. Uh, what is bubbling? What is that? Oh, that's the new uh, the new trend, bubbling. What you, is that? Uh, I don't. I've never done it, but Dan sent this on. It's uh, drinking your own piss. Yeah, it's uh, what? teenagers. Like a college are- kids. <laughs> Everybody, calm down. Bubbling is not a thing in Australia. But bubbling, oh, that was a hoax. No, I think it's a real thing. Pissing into your own mouth is huge in Australia, says Vice. <laughs> oh, Vice, come on. They're... But then another website says it's not a thing in Australia. I don't know who to believe. Okay, well, I don't know if I'm trusting Vice on that. Hey, that guy's from Montreal, the creator of Vice. Yeah, he's going to make a gazillion dollars. Aren't they selling it to Fox or something? Aren't they selling Vice to Fox or something? Isn't that happening right now? Again, I don't know. <laughs> well, this, <laughs> well Pat, I mean, uh, is Vice being sold? I haven't heard that, though, actually. No, I can't. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rupert Murdoch for Gibson right. Hipster's Bible with 70 million. 70 million purchase of Vice. Steak and Vice. There you go. It's Boom. only, we for 70 million, we got 5%. That's all we need. Holy crap. Boy, this is boring. <laughs> um. Okay, we got Vince on the line? Should have CJ. Is um... CJ? <laughs> Vince, Vince didn't yet. answer. Can we play this? Uh, home? Can we play this Munenori Kawasaki uh, video? Yes, we can. Okay, let's play that. Munenori Kawasaki. <laughs> I'm with Toronto ball player Muni Kawasaki for Bob Bannerman Chrysler. Hello, I am Japanese. When I play, will play. So every time you play in Toronto, Bannerman customers get an extra thousand dollars off if they buy a car the next day. Yes, that is very good deal. Get one thousand dollars bonus. Dodge Dart for fifteen nine ninety five. 
Caravaner Journey for eighteen nine ninety five. What is going Plus on in this? Thousand off at Bobbenman. Chrysler Dodge Jeep on Don Mills Road, just north of Eglinton. I love Bobbenman. Oh my God, that was awful. And the worst part is, if you go to the YouTube video, or maybe we'll post that, Mike. Maybe do we post yeah, that? We, we put it so, underneath the. If you watch the pod. Okay, so you'll see it. Yeah, you see it in like another pod. I don't pick watch pod. the pod. Why I would I watch it? I participate <laughs> in it. Like I said, I'm here till 2 in the morning with Blake, our editor, who's I'm with Toronto a great guy. Why, are, why, have they cut, why have they cut pictures of him recording this commercial in the booth? With and a, then high-fiving. Yeah. Who is that woman? Some strange woman. That's well, a, she's not strange. She just high-fiving. She's pro- Whoa, is she grabbing his tits? She's got an arm over his shoulder, right near the nipple, and she's got like her her thumb and forefinger, thumb and yeah, ready for a little tweet. Yeah, she's squeezing those titties, <laughs> Mooney's titties. Oh, by the way, speaking of titties, have you watched any Champions Tour golf lately? Oh, Lorena Ochoa, big no, like jugs? The, the dudes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Who? Col- Colin Montgomery. Oh my, Monty. We saw him. Yeah, last week we had him. He needs a bro. A bro's ear? Yeah, a man's ear. Man's ear. A bro or a man's ear. I could totally see Monty, though, having man boobs. But, like, it's not like he's chubby up. They're, like. They're full. Like, you almost want to get motorboated by Monty (laughs) at this point. You're like, Monty, big fan. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Sorry. Vince. Hi, Vince. How are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> uh, we were just talking about a man's boobs, Colin. Uh, I I wouldn't paint. Co- oh, oh so there are this stories. The of, there are stories about his breasts on so, here. So, Vince, here's a question. Uh, Colin Montgomery, a pro golfer, now on the seniors tour, the champions tour, whatever you call it. Uh, your brother has pointed out that now he has man boobs that are so big and, and luscious that you almost want to motorboat him. Have you ever motorboated another man's uh, man boobs? Not on purpose, no. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. So this guy was um, asked to do a portrait of Colin Montgomery. He said, I said, who, Colin Montgomery? I said, I'm afraid the answer is no. I don't do men with breasts, and I don't mean that as an unkind to Colin Montgomery. I think he did mean that. That is unkind. an unkind. Uh, okay, Vince O'Toole, my brother uh, in uh, Peterborough, Ontario, is joining us. Uh, we, we apologize for the delay on um, mangled childhood stories. Uh, Vince, maybe describe the manure pit uh, that uh, was, a, was a living death trap for our entire childhood <laughs> and existence while living on a farm. The manure pit. <laughs> Yeah. Can you describe in detail what the hell this was? And the and describe maybe the barriers that were keeping us out or lack thereof. Well, it was a a twelve foot deep, thirty by thirty pit full of cow or sorry, pig <laughs> and piss. Yep. And it was held up by uh some poorly erected fencing. <laughs> That once in a while would fall into the manure pit. And I remember as a young, uh, as a young child, I, maybe when I first learned how to talk, I'd walk by them and I'm like, ooh, what is that? What and, are you, you're <laughs> Polish when you were young? And all we were told was, yeah, you fall in there, you're dead, you can't swim. Supposedly you can't swim in manure. 
No, and uh, that's a true fact. We had uh, uh, one time a pig uh, got out of the pen, ate its way through a plywood door, and got into the pit, and <laughs> things didn't turn out well for him. <laughs> we pulled him out with a hook. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was stuck in there like a, like a woolly mammoth. No, like one time there was a, a family of ducks, stupidly, decided to have babies in the manure pit, and we had to put like a floating board out for the ducks to get onto the floating board, and then we had to uh, eventually hook the ducks out as well. Oh, God. Just hook them. Right by the, right by the jaw or just by the jug, or like just by the nuts? Well, for some reason, my grandfather, the original Vince O'Toole, had like a... Uh, log driver's pole with the big hook on the end that they used to balance on. I still have it, but you hook them with that. <laughs> I love it. It was like the device they use. I remember we, we've talked about this video before when stations used to go off the air in Canada, yeah. the old log driver video. Oh, the log riders, yeah. yeah. Down, down, down the white water. Oh, man. That's bringing you I, back. It is, it's great. I still have it in my backyard. It's a 16-foot-long pole with a hook and a... <laughs> On the end of it. Do you ever do you ever go into the neighbor's yard and just hook <laughs> and bring it into your yard? That's why I. <laughs> That's why you have it. That's uh, why Vin- I have it. Vince, you still live uh, uh, attached to that farm. Is the manure pit still there, and is it still claiming neighborhood children? It is still there. Uh, I don't know if anyone has died in it, but. Uh, <laughs> I can see it and sometimes smell it from my house. Uh, Did you guys ever go, just a quick question, did you ever just go just slip and sliding in that? We'd die. No, you wouldn't die in it. Couldn't you just slip and slide in it and then get up and stand up and walk away? 12 feet deep. 12 feet? Yes. It was like a a swimming pool full of Yeah, but wouldn't you want to just get in there and just just try it once? No. Hey. My dad always said, it'll suck you to the bottom and we'll only find your body. God, that's so cool. I don't know how he knew that, but he did. Uh, Thank you, Vince. Um, We'll see you in a couple weeks when uh, when we arrive in... uh in beautiful I say, Ontario. Vince, I say you guys go to Spanky's one night when yep. Dan comes up for holidays, and then you end the night by diving into the pit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I said, I was at Spanky's the other night. I sent Dan a picture of Kosky. Dan asked if he was exploding. <laughs> well, he was, like, blowing his cheeks out, and Vince said, no, he's exploding with happiness or joy. So Joy. Joy. Uh, okay, well, thank you for coming on, and um, uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Vince. That's right. Vince O'Toole reporting uh, live from Peterborough, Ontario. That's great. That's good quality reporting right there. That, again, how one of us did 12 feet die. deep. Wow. 12 feet deep. It's just stupid. I still don't get it. You just sink? You'd sink in the You can't swim in manure. But someone Think. couldn't someone throw you a rope and pull you out? I guess, but why would you chance it? I but just I wouldn't you want to just bathe in just once? If you had a big a big pool of wouldn't you just be tempted to just go jump into it? No. No, not a chance. Is that just me? Not when the fear of <laughs> not when the fear of God is put into you. Well that's true. Your dad did say you were gonna sink to the bottom. Yeah. You can't swim in there. That's terrific stuff. <laughs> Could you smell the 
pool from your farmhouse? Uh, no, when you would uh, spread it on the fields, you could smell it. Yeah, well, the neighbors that love that day. Yeah, they <laughs> just <laughs> love liquid, that. Liquid, shit. It's not the 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 clumpy stuff like the cows. Right, right. Well, that that's why I'm surprised you couldn't swim in it. You know, you could do the breaststroke, keep your head above. Why? What's? Why would you ever want to swim in? Just for fun. I mean, you're on the farm. What else are you gonna do? Uh, do farming. <laughs> I'm coming, baby! <laughs> Masturbate and swimming. That sounds like a great afternoon to me on the prairies. <laughs> We've got a lot of Gary Payton. Let's hear, let's hear a few of them. We haven't seen him in months. Yeah, Gary's but been he's gone. a great soundbite. That's you know, how we roll. That's how we roll. Someone told me that they were in Vegas. Oh, Brittany, our makeup artist. And that she was coming out of Spearmint Rhino or one of the big strip clubs with her boyfriend. And she was coming out, and all of a sudden, GP was walking in. It was like ships in the night. GP was heading to the strip club. Did they acknowledge each other? Yeah. Oh, yeah. GP was like, hey, Brittany. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> that's GP. That is so yeah, That's a little Ooh. creepy. Has browns. <laughs> Wait. So is that from the, that's from the original interviews we did for the show? I think. Yeah. Yeah. What was he talking? He was talking about hash I think, browns. I think somebody asked someone his favorite up hash br- like favorite breakfast was. You guys, I think, had the same questions, right? Was it like your favorite meal or something like that? I, I he was like, remember. he was like hash browns and bacon and stuff like that. I don't know. I wasn't there. We just got asked uh, today to appear in a State of the Union for Fox Sports One, one. year anniversary. One year We're on the stage, We're... waving to everyone from the Zantac Theater. Yeah. Uh, Zanuck. Zanuck Theater. Zanuck Theater. Yeah, Zanuck. Zanuck. Oh, CJ's on the line? Zantac Cold CJ Nitkowski, oh, you there, buddy? Is, uh, the one and only. Hey, how are you? What are you doing? Uh, I'm having a hard time getting in touch with you guys. That's what I'm doing. Oh, that's... Hey, Derek Jeter's oh. at the plate. I know. I heard. Oh, he got a hit. The, uh... He got a oh, hit. Wow. He got a base hit. Did we... Did we ruin it for you, CJ? You got a double. Oh, no, so I'm in the compound. I'm in the compound outside, so I can hear everybody cheering. So I figured he did something. He got a double. We saw it did before he really? CJ. He's there. We saw it before him. That's what. Wait. He just locked down the MVP right there. That's there all it is. He just had to get one hit. And now he's MVP. If Fox has anything to do with it, CJ, that is exactly <laughs> what will happen. Uh, CJ. I mean, the, only, the only way he doesn't get. The only way he would not have won MVP. Was basically if he got sick or if he just went like over eight with seven strikeouts. Otherwise, he was going to be the MVP. Or if he him. dove into a twelve foot deep pool of, <laughs> sank to the bottom and died. <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's a, that would definitely disqualify him as MVP. <laughs> uh, CJ, we just listed off the teams that you played for. Can you name all the teams in which you played professional baseball for? Professional baseball at all levels. Yes. Uh, it's going to take a while. You got time for this? You sure? Well, the the ones that are at least on your Wikipedia page. Chattanooga Lookouts were the first team I played for. I mean, this is where we're starting, or do you want to just No, we'll start league? with the Reds in big, 95. Yeah, let's go big Oh, uh, okay, that's easy. Come on, that's too easy. Cincinnati, Detroit, Houston, the Texas Rangers, the Atlanta Braves, the Washington Nationals, the New York Mets, and the New York Yankees. You got it. Awesome. That's, you missed, the, you missed your second go-around with the Tigers, though. Yeah, I did. I had two tours of duty in Detroit. But, uh, yeah, had a, favorite stop. Favorite stop overall, CJ. Well, I mean, from the you know, strictly from the baseball standpoint of it, playing for the Atlanta Braves and Bobby Cox is pretty cool. But I grew up a Yankee fan, so oh. to put on the Yankee pinstripes for a couple of months back in 2004, I was like 31 years old, man, and I was acting like a little kid when I found out that I was going to be a Yankee. That was probably 
you know, my favorite stop. Just kind of filling out a lifelong dream was pretty was pretty cool, man. So uh, the Yankees were fun. I had a ton of fun playing for the Doosan Bears in Seoul, Korea as well, though. You you mentioned that. You had a great time in Korea. Um, just the women mostly? Is that why? Or? <laughs> my wife's going to hear this. Uh, so, um, she doesn't know what a podcast is. So um, it, was, it was a really good city. I met a guy there. I spoke really good English, huge Met fan, uh, movie director, and he showed me around Seoul in a way that I never would have seen it on my own. And uh, just really cool. I met some really cool people. And I was completely ignorant to Korea. I had no idea. I didn't know anything about it. The agent calls me. It's like, January, I don't have a job. He's like, hey, you want to go to Korea? I'm like, no, I don't want to go to Korea. Is this the best we can do? Is this, is this where I'm at, just Korea? He's like, that's probably going to be it, man. So anyway, he talked me into it. And I'm glad, I'm glad I did it. I had uh, way more fun than I ever thought I would in, in uh, Seoul, South Korea. And what about the Fu- Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks? Fukuoka. Fukuoka? Yeah, it is awful. Fukuoka. Fukuoka. The Fukuoka. <laughs> be very careful. Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks, also a lot of fun. I actually played with uh, one of the Blue Jays, Kawasaki. Muneori Kawasaki was we- a teammate of mine. In uh, when I was in Japan playing for the Hawks. So, okay, tell us uh, about it. Because we just had a commercial he did in Canada on the show that, to me, seemed highly offensive and inappropriate. <laughs> oh, I didn't see it. Well, what was inappropriate about it? Uh, that they were making him say words that I don't think he could really say. That's, but you know what? He loves that stuff. Like this guy is really genuine. You see how much energy he shows. Oh. Uh, loves you know with the fans. This guy was a rock star there. He's a he huge fan favorite. But women loved that guy. I don't oh. know why, but oh. women love that guy in Japan. And what about the Nexon Heroes? Nexon Heroes was a short stint for me. That was fun. I mean, I like playing in Korea overall. I actually played for three teams over there. Uh, but when I played for Doosan in Seoul, that was my favorite. The Nexon Heroes were okay. Uh, it was at the very end of my career, and uh, it was uh, it's still Korea, man. It's always a good time. Great people there. Great baseball fans. They loved the game over there. Got to see Ryu uh, when I was there. I played pitching oh, against cool. him a couple of times. And, uh, yeah, great, great, great fun over there in South Korea, man. Let's see if we can get Fox to get us to do a little remote from there sometime. Well, you know what we'll do, CJ? The three of us will get to Eric Shanks, president of Fox Sports. The three of us will be the correspondents for Pyeongchang, the next Winter Olympics. Boom, done. I love it. I'm in. CJ, here's what I found when we uh, reported on the the Olympics in uh, Sochi. We found that the crowds are so different than North American crowds. Do you find that as well in baseball? Absolutely. Across the board. I always tell people... Playing in Japan, especially, and even Korea a little bit, it has a little bit of an international soccer feel. It's never quiet. There's never people sitting there waiting for action to happen. But what's really kind of strange is they're really polite. It doesn't matter. You know, imagine like the Yankees playing the Red Sox and Red Sox in Fenway and Red Sox fans not cheering while the Yankees were hitting so that the Yankee fans could cheer. I mean, mm. that's kind of what happens there. The home team will be quiet while the visiting team is hitting so that the visiting team's fans, and they always get good turnouts on the road, so that they can cheer for their team. That is strange. unbelievable That's very respect. Wow. Yeah, very nice. And, not, and, not, 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 not North America. We don't have those kind of matters. Do, no. do they do the same things that they, they did in Russia when uh, the ref made a bad call, they just whistle? They did. What did they say? What did you say? Whistle? Yeah, because they whistled instead of like booing like North American crowds. Did the, did the fans over there whistle when the ump made a bad call? Uh, I don't remember hearing any whistles, but they really didn't boo much either. They're, again, like super polite, Very polite. Uh, not a lot of booing, not a lot of giving umpires a really hard time. It, it's a different feel. Uh, it's, hard, it's hard to describe, but 
they never really seem to boo or get on umpires to that. But so, CJ, uh, now that you're working for Fox, um, overall, how's the experience been for you? Do you like broadcasting? Do you wish, after doing an interview like this, that you were working for a different network <laughs> where we weren't working? What's your overall feeling so far? Well, I, at the end of the day, I just wish I was a better baseball player so I wouldn't have to work. That's pretty much what it comes down to for me. But I'm not in that situation. So, uh, no, I love it here. This has been an opportunity of a lifetime for me, and I really mean that uh, sincerely because, you know, not having a big name, uh, it, it can be a little tough trying to break into this business. And so you better be good at what you do, and I'm, I'm happy that they like my audition and give me an opportunity here. Get to call games. I mean, I got to call six big league games this year That's on national awesome. television. I just stopped playing baseball like 16, 17 months ago. And for not being a big name, that's kind of an absurd opportunity. So I'm extremely grateful for that. I love working with Chris Myers on the MLB Warp Around and the other guys as well. Uh, but it's been a treat to work with Chris Myers, the guy has been in this business for a long time. He's treating me really well and showing me the ropes, and I think he kind of likes me, which makes it easier. Uh, but it's been fun, man. I, I, just, I really feel very lucky to be uh, a part of this organization, this network, and the opportunities that I'm getting uh, just you know, I'm shocked that I've been able to get him, to be quite honest with you, in my first you know, year plus of trying to do this job. So, CJ, uh, we're going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Oh, Mickey Cabrera. Oh, you're Mickey missing Cabrera everything. You run. missed three <laughs> runs now in the first That went all that cheering show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mickey Cabrera home run. No big nice. deal. I'm sitting this... here in a parking lot surrounded by a bunch of SUVs. just It's <laughs> like a really awesome game. Like yeah. This, no, this is better. Me. I go in and watch live, and I'm not doing it. No, this is better, CJ. We'll tell you what happens. Best and all-star then... game in years. Yeah, and then later you'll be on, on Fox Sports 1. You'll be like, yeah, it was great. Dan and Jay were telling me about it. I was in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, no, I wanted to ask you before we let you go, because we have so many Canadian listeners uh, in the Blue Jays. Such a good start to the season, and now they're on in a bit of a tailspin. Uh, kind of putting you on the spot here, but just your overall assessment of where the team's at right now, and should they fire Gibbons? <laughs> well, I mean, they need to, <laughs> they need to add for sure. Obviously, the Encarnacion injury is a big one. We actually had Jose Batista on the show today on America's pregame when we did the uh, pregame show. He was a great guy, former teammate of mine. Boy, he really clunked it in the. Uh, I had him in the All Star in the uh, home run derby. Man. Oh yeah, like a house of fire. Yeah, I was texting Mike and Molly because I picked him. I'm like, here's my guy, ten home runs. We're taking it home, and then he just. Laid an egg after that, but oh, he's up to bat. That, by the way, he's up to bat. Okay, <laughs> so that doesn't mean much because it's only a home run derby. But uh, you know, ultra competitor that guy. But they're still in decent shape. They just kind of they need a little bit of help. The Encarnacion injury is going to be tough. You'd like to see the bullpen be a little sharper. Any team that's contending, you can say this. You can throw this blanket statement. It could use another arm in the bullpen. You can say that about just not every single team uh, that is in contention. But there's opportunity because the division is not what it used to be. The Yankees are not good this year. They're old. They're not going to be good for a while. The Boston Red Sox having an off year. It's the Baltimore Orioles. That's the team you're chasing. You're not that far behind them. You have to feel pretty good about your chances, but they need some help. Uh, could use another pitcher. Drew Hutchinson has been really good at times. You'd like to see him a little bit more consistent. You know what you're going to get from Burley. You know what you're going to get uh, from R.A. Dickey. Marcus Stroman, nice, alive, electric arm. Uh, some more consistency out of him. He's still finding his way in the big leagues. But one more arm could really help that team and then trying to survive this Encarnacion injury and probably ultimately maybe trying to get another bat. pretty tough to do. Adding offense at the deadline is very hard. 
but Alex Rios is available. That could be a guy. No, no Rios. No Rios. No, no Rios. Oh, that's no. right. I forgot. That's no. right. I forgot. My bad. Sorry. 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 That's right. <laughs> uh, <my bad. laughs> you guys are still paying him, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> it's a bit of a Bobby <laughs> Bonilla situation, CJ. Yeah. Sorry and and he was coming like out. That. Finding a veteran bat to help out, I think, would be very important. And Rios will never live down. He was coming out of some event at the uh, the Ontario Art Gallery. And uh, some fan asked him for an autograph. He said no, and then someone heckled him, and he goes, hey, go f*** yourself. And then oh, that's yeah. caught on video, no, so sure. Rios is always remembered for that. Yeah, i gotta have. I got to believe he's got a hard time getting across the border after that. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, go enjoy the game. Nothing's gone on so far at all. No big not, deal. <laughs> not a thing. Zero, zero, double no-hitters, nothing exciting to see. Exactly. Nothing exciting to see. But seriously, though, thanks for coming on, and uh, it's great working with you, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Feel the same way, man. I'll talk to you guys later tonight. Okay. okay. That's C.J. Nitkowski. He's uh, on MLB Whip Around. He's, uh, he comes on Fox Sports Live. He does games on Fox. He's everywhere. He was also Mike Passapino. He was also in the movie 42. He was? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I watched that movie. You, I mean, I don't, he, you really wouldn't know it, um, but he was the pitcher on the team when they played the Phillies, and that manager went on that racist. Oh, game. yeah, he yeah. He was the pitcher. Really? Yeah. He was? Yeah. No then, way. Uh, like, so Jackie Robinson got on first, and he tried yeah. to pick him off and stuff like that. Oh, isn't that something? So but and he had to throw left-handed, and I think he was a righty. Wow. And so he had to, like, fake it. Which is so we'll have to you get him in, in the studio. Yeah, yeah. They, you'd think they'd just go find a lefty actor. Oh. When he's back, we'll get him in studio. Really nice guy. Yeah, he's great. Wow. Well, you know, it just I think he comes across He's got the loudest way. fridge, though, of any uh, any man. Really in, loud fridge in his dressing room. Really loud fridge. Yeah, that's a, the hell that's a that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign for your fridge. <laughs> that could that could come back to hurt all of us someday. I think. Um, <laughs> I'm locking my office by the way from now on because some is working in my office when we're not here. Hobos. Like someone is in there leaving food and in there. It's not cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna like like booby trap it. Yes. Right. Patrick. Pat Muldowney? Yeah. Uh, is it? Sorry. That's not here, so I figured. Such a <laughs> Went to the C-bomb right away. <laughs> Don't know it. I mean, we'll bleep that out, right, guys? <laughs> no, I'm not going to edit tonight. We're going to go to the bar. Okay. No, I'll do it. I got it. Mm. Don't order. What no, we ha- I'm gonna. It's going to be done. I owe it to our fans. <sighs> oh, here's the hero coming in. <laughs> coming in to save the day. They'll never know. No, that's cool. Tomorrow, you don't honestly don't edit tonight, guys. Basically, what's happening here is we we've decided to invite everyone out for drinks tonight. San Francisco Saloon, yeah, maybe. And um, oh, Dan, see, Dan doesn't want to (laughs) go. It's the worst bar. It's not a great bar, but it's just close. Well, you said I'm going. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) I like everyone that's going. I'd rather have a beer in the middle of a field. You really, you can't just let that go. eh? You can't just. Just go you and watch. have a bar. You watch. You'll go there tonight, and here's here's how it is getting a beer at this bar. You're like, uh, yeah, can I? And then they're the, the, the wait staff. The wait staff. By you. They push you, and they're like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. You want a fucking drink? Fuck you. And then you're like, oh, okay. It's not quite like It is. It's not quite. That's how it is. It's not quite them saying, you for coming in our bar. Go fuck yourself. I'm trying to yell with the mic a little further away because someone said I'm rattling a lot of eardrums. Fuck you, you. 
Hi, Shregs. What's going oh, on, buddy? Peter Schrager on the line. <laughs> Dan, would you rather go to the bar that Jay dragged you and me to, where it was all hipsters with curly mustaches? Oh, good call. That was worse. That's a tough one. That That was the complete opposite, yeah. where you had to go to the bar and you had to <laughs> beg them to give you a drink, and you had to give them a hipster well, lingo term. There was it was a massive bar, but there was no waitresses. <laughs> so you had to go to the bar to get the drink, and then there was two bartenders, and they were doing all those like elaborate. Like yeah. Portlandia uh, style, yeah, mixology. they were mixologists, and so they were like, "No, don't rush me. I need to take a half an hour per drink." People are standing around <laughs> waving bills, and they all had they brew, mustaches. They brew, their own, they brew their own beer, you know, one of those. And then also, you know, it's like the seventh Mumford and Son. This guy didn't make the team. So <laughs> yeah, now he's a exactly. Right. They all had the uh, like their their uh, their dress shirts all rolled up perfectly. <laughs> it was just ugh, ugh, enough. Right, so I just watched I just watched his Jeter commercial. They edited out the part that we filmed, guys. It was the two of us, me, Dan, Jay, Patrick, Botticello, and then we had uh, I think it was Fulton, and we were all standing around a woman giving a grapefruit, and we tip our cap. We yeah. tip our cap <laughs> after a woman's grapefruit. <laughs> uh, Peter, great to hear your voice. Uh, you were in uh, you were in Italy. You, you were, sound so rested. You were with uh, with George Clooney on Lake Como. Hey, How no. was the trip? You must have had a great flight over there. Great. Great relaxing flight. Yeah. Yeah, well, the flight, let's see. I get on the plane. Okay, I'm a, I'm a status member here, right? So I get on the plane. I travel all year long. I'm feeling pretty high and mighty in front of my wife. She's going to see that I, uh, you know, not only do I get the economy comfort, seat, but they, might, they, might, they might acknowledge me and give me an exit row for all we know. So I walk in. I'm really puffing my chest. I picture the Monopoly man walking down uh, the street. That's what I'm looking like. For the plane, and uh, I'm on a certain airline that I fly quite often. And I sit down, and I look around me, and everyone's watching the TVs, and I look in front of my chair, and no television. Oh. Just no television. Oh. Screen frozen. So I, I, <clears throat> I uh, tip my cap, just like I do for Peter, and uh, they, the woman comes over, and she says, uh, how can I help you? What is it? And I said, uh, you know, my TV doesn't work, and I was just hoping you can shut it down. And he goes, oh, that seat, that chair's broken. That chair's broken. I go, all right. And then, uh, uh, yeah, you'll love this. I throw this one around. I go, I'm a uh, silver status medallion member, and she looks at me. <laughs> she looks at me like I just spit in her face. <laughs> she says, uh, "It doesn't matter. I don't know what you want. You want to take someone else's seat? You want us to kick them out?" And I'm like, uh, "I don't know." So, no TV the whole flight there. Fast forward 11 days later, or 10 days later, I'm fully rested, completely at ease. All of my frustrations and my rants. I'm actually concerned that I won't be able to come back to the podcast because <laughs> I'll have no more rants because I'm so at ease. And I sit down. And there's one chair on the entire plane that doesn't have a television, and it was mine. Oh, my wow. God. How could that be? People Someone, don't like me. Someone's playing me. a That's joke on you. Someone's playing a joke. I don't know the CEO of the, the airline I'm mentioning, but he and I have... Quite an ongoing uh, rivalry, apparently. I didn't know about. That's that's what this was. Well, what about customer service? Could you could you not give them a phone call? Could you not write them an email? Send them a tweet. No, I come. Oh yeah, send them a tweet. How about yeah. a strongly worded tweet? I always love that when I see <laughs> tweets to airlines. Never flying Delta again. <laughs> you. They're always that. They're, they're always from sports writers who are paid for a living to go watch sporting events, and then they tweet at the airline at like. 6 a.m. and, you know, it's why is there a layover in Charlotte? With it? It's such public, public bitching. It's ridiculous. I, I would say that's my maybe number one gripe with the sports writing community is 
complaints about airline travel on Twitter. That's one thing I forgot to send to Aeroflot, the, the Russians Russia's national airline when they don't they don't have a website. <laughs> <laughs> because I spent a fourteen or fifteen hour flight with no T V. But at least well, the they movies- the At least they, were they nice. did have been, or the 1991 Oscar nominee. It was, it was only like Red Dawn Shregs. It was just Red Dawn, <laughs> oh, and then the Red Dawn the remake. Field. Yeah, just yeah, twice. <laughs> That's right. So Shregs, how is uh, how's the World Cup fever over there? Yeah. People, anyone watch soccer in Europe? Must have been fun. I, it's you know my wife wants me to unplug while we're out there, so. Uh, it's on about 10 o'clock at night when these matches start, and it was Brazil-Germany, and I'm at this little Italian restaurant where no one speaks English, and this guy is freaking out, freaking out every two seconds, freaking out. I think he's you know, screwing with my food or something, and I'm like, what is it? And he just says, Deutschland, 5 nothing." and over Brazil. So oh, yeah. that was really the extent of it. And then I would go on Twitter, and oh, my God, it was – Jay, Dan – it had a billion tweets. People, it was the most tweeted about, tweeted about event you've ever imagined. Oh, my God. Facebook was alive. The metrics were out of this world. It was you should have seen our Twitter heat maps, uh, Shregs, on Fox Sports Live. They were really cool. So, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Peter, Peter, let me get this straight. So, people just watched it and didn't care about Twitter or ratings or anything? Yeah, there wasn't one. I, didn't, there, I was there for 10 days. At no point did a Italian man or woman come up to me and tell me that the number one market was Washington D.C. in America for, for, for World Cup. Ra- Guys, I don't know who sent out this press release about the World Cup ratings. I know Fox is going to get it, but I mean, there was like three things on my Twitter timeline for the month of July, and it was the Twitter numbers, it was the World Cup TV ratings on ESPN, and it was the World Cup TV ratings on Univision. And it was, and the fourth thing was, oh, Fox gets the World Cup next. They're gonna. F- Get up! <laughs> yeah, and there's no chance we. There, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they put a soccer game on TV, somehow it's not going to be the same game. It won't happen. Yeah, yeah, the ball is. People are going to be using their hands if it's on Fox. Our cameras will never be pointed at the field; they'll be pointing towards the sky. We, how do you do what this? What happened? Uh, just as we predicted, they're shooting the sky and not the can field. Imagine, can you imagine like losing sleep or, or actually like worrying about this four years in advance? Oh my god! Like, can you imagine waking up in the morning and being? Genuinely concerned that your precious soccer is going to be, you know, in I don't know what they even think. What they're going to, it's going to be in three. They're going to change the rules. Fox is going to change the rules <laughs> yes. of soccer. They're going to make it. They're going to wear goalie equipment like goal. hockey. They're going to wear hockey goalie. They're equipment. worried Shregs are going to put that little laser fox tracks thing on the soccer good, ball. Good. Yeah. I couldn't follow the ball sometimes. I was, to, I was watching on small TV. Good. I hope Cletus. I hope Cletus puts on cleats and kicks a ball through a wall or something. I don't yes, care. Cletus. In. Cletus starts every World Cup match. With an opening boot, Cletus refs all the matches. <laughs> I want Cletus. I want Cletus. The first scene on Fox World Cup. I want Cletus to do a bicycle kick, and the ball goes right into the upper nineties, and then he just screams into the camera and says, "Yeah!" <laughs> no, here's what happens. So the next World Cup's in Russia. The next men's World Cup. So you have Cletus, big screen. He stands on top of a map of Russia, picks it up, crumples it into a ball, and then kicks it. There like a is. soccer ball. Yeah. There's your opening, yes. right there. I want, I want Cletus on top of the Kremlin, <laughs> waving a fox flag, and then he just jumps, and everyone just like. Yeah, and then he, and then he plants the flagpole into the red square, and and then boom, Fox <laughs> World Cup. And then he eats the cleat. <laughs> 
and that's the thing. It's like it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be soccer, and there's gonna be innovation. I went back, and I'm sick like this, but I was curious. I went back and read the New York Times from 1994, which is now 20, 20 years ago when NFL first came on Fox. And all the write-ups was that there's going to be such a challenge. Fox doesn't know what they're doing. They've never done sports. Guys, the NFL on Fox worked out. I, I'm pretty confident we've got the right people in place. And whether or not it's your, it's your preference on who's doing the matches or what, we're not going to ruin soccer. Trust <laughs> yeah. me, it'll be okay. Isn't that the same article where they said, oh, they're going to have Homer Simpson in the booth? Yeah, probably. Uh, not this one, but I'm sure that was the I – I wish I had Twitter in 1994 <laughs> just so I could see, so I could see uh, you know, everyone complaining about football back then and how, how in the world is it going to work when you have John Madden and Pat Summerall calling a game. How did people complain in 1994 that bygone – Just they to each other. They actually postcards? had conversations with each other. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder. Yeah, if people just write in like a little pad in their bedroom. Just, you know, Here are down. some things I'm unhappy about. Here's the thing. Now that I think about it, my grandfather was journal. Tw- my grandfather was tweeting all the time to himself because he'd pull out a pad and he'd right. write something down. So that, that would have been it. tweets back then. That's what a diary that was. was. And, it, and on the cover of that leather-bound journal, it said, "It said my." My tweet ledger. And he would just wake up every morning and he would write things to, you know, Pan Am and TWA Airlines yeah. about how upset he was with their, with their service. With, with, with ink and a feather. He would do it with ink and a feather. Dear, dear Ward Air, I do not like your airline, even though I've not flown them. Uh, uh, Shregs, awesome to have you back. I'm glad you're so rested. You sound like a million bucks. I feel like you got a lot off your chest here, and I think you're going to be a big part of Fox's soccer coverage in 2018 <laughs> and 2022. Am I, am I doing sidelines or hosting? Where do we have me in this picture? I haven't seen my name mentioned in any of the many articles already saying in solid plans who's doing what. I haven't seen my name mentioned. Peter, you are uh, stationed at midfield during every soccer match reporting <laughs> You know how you know how like the, the players come out with holding the little kids' hands. I want to be holding Cletus's hand at midfield for that first match. No, here's what we do. You know, you know the uh, camera that goes over the football field, like in the NFL games that Fox has. Yeah. it's on those cables. Yeah. We we put you on top, of that. and you're just like, yeah, Fox, yeah. baby. I want to be on Cletus duty. In fact, I'll dress up as Cletus. I'll be Cletus. No, that's someone's, go. that's someone's real job. That's someone's full-time job to be Cletus. No. Okay. Yes. Seriously? Is yeah. it you, Mike? The mascot. Yeah. Mike is now Cletus. Now the, the man behind the mask yeah. is. Mike, Mike Botticello is yeah. sitting there right now. It's like, all about height. Guys? I'm the perfect height. <laughs> guys, guys, maybe don't blow my cover. <laughs> guys, guys, I was kind of enjoying the gig. <laughs> good gig, guys. Uh, Peter Schrager, uh, we'll talk to you uh, on the phone ourselves in a co- before a couple weeks, but we won't talk to you on the podcast for a couple weeks because we're going on vacation. Guys, I will be on Fox Sports Live Tuesday night. I believe I'm doing a back and forth with one of you. That's, that's a major moment. I think we should all talk about that. That won't be happening. Also, we'll, we're on vacation. I would also. <laughs> that's tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh. Also, yeah, and I would also like to say, Dan, your tweets about the home run derby, they had me LOLing and ROTFLing for, <laughs> until the cows came home. Oh, oh, perfect. I thought I annoyed everyone. No, I loved it. And uh, I have a question as I leave. Everyone was complaining about Chris Berman and the way he called oh. the home run derby. What else? What do you, who else do you want? Like, what, it's not exactly the full of gravitas, the event. Like, what, Thank you for bringing you this up, Yeah, Shrek. poor Chris Berman. He no, here, no here, it's not poor Chris Berman because guess what? Chris Berman has no idea that happened because unlike the rest of us, Chris Berman isn't on Twitter and doesn't give a 
Yeah. And by the yeah. way, is still making millions of dollars yeah. and doesn't and by, give a about what any of these people think. And he's better off for it. And by the way, he's not a bad guy. And guess what? The Home Run Derby, everyone's like, you know, naming other ESPN oh, guys. Yeah. Like, Got to bring yeah, some journalistic else. gravitas to the Home Run Derby. <laughs> Like, what are you looking? You need Jeremy Schaap to call the Home Run Derby? Like, Seriously. What was, the, what was the desire? Like, like get someone from 60 Minutes on it. Or uh, you, know, you know I'm glad didn't have the Home Run Derby? Fox. They would have ruined it. Oh, my God. If, they, if Fox covered the Home Run Derby, <laughs> oh. suddenly it would be a clown show. All, you know? all the integrity they've built up <laughs> over the years. You know, 20 years of one of the most treasured and valued journalistic events, and Fox would take it over, and they would probably, I mean, between us guys, they'd probably go out there and try to, like, make a joke of it or something. They'd have fun with it. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, that'd be the end of broadcasting as we know it, Peter Schrager. Uh, well, well, we'll talk to you on TV tonight, I guess. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. Guys, I love catching up with you. I listened to the Joe Buck podcast, thought that was great, and I actually really liked the round table at that Rough Riders game, and I think this Brent, Butt, this Brent Butt has a history and a tradition with the podcast. I think he could be a star in America. we got to get him over here. I love him. He's yeah. the best. He's actually on some channel here. The Corner Gas is on one of America's no, channels. No, it's not. BBC. No, it's not. It's BBC, BBC, BBC America. BBC America. I will say this, Dan. Uh, there was one line he had. You said, you know, I was staying, you said, I was staying dry in the suite, and he was quick with it. He goes, you will, matter of speech. You think that's what it is. Great. He line. is very quick-witted, very funny man. As Great are line. you, Shregs. Have a good night, my friend. Love you, boys. Okay, Love that's you too, buddy. Peter Schreger, uh, Fox's NFL insider. He, uh, he does all things NFL. He does uh, college football. He does everything. He's a man about town. Now we're very late getting a oh. call to, to Taggart. He like, knows. Wow, he 20 knows. minutes late. Shoot. Yeah, about 10, I told him. Oh, yeah? But I told him we were running late. Okay. So he's, he's in good. I got to tell you, this strawberry bread is delicious. Hey, you wrapped it up. Yeah. I well, to, I, 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 I cut you a couple of pieces there. I would have had some. I don't like fruit in my food, though. <sighs> Full, right? <laughs> what? I don't truth. like fruit in my food. <laughs> I, can that be your new Twitter bio? Fruit in my food? you have a drop for that? You forget, you're slacking on the drops. Uh, no, you yeah. gotta get on it. Pat would have had you twice. Where is the banana? You did that one. How about something fresh? But that has like That's fruit. A spice in. of meatball. That's oh, yeah, a good yeah. one. I like that one. <laughs> he had a big poop on the green. <laughs> That's awesome. What dude. is that from? Gary Player talking about is it Arnold Palmer taking <laughs> on the green when they were playing in Japan? Why not, eh? <laughs> That's a good one too. Oh, we've had some fun on this podcast. Yeah, we sure have. How about this? Hey, all you f- <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Well, it's been a fun pod. It's, we're uh, T-minus <laughs> a few hours till vacation. <laughs> I'm sure no one can tell. Oh, and... I'm going to have uh, new eyes. I'm getting my eyeballs replaced. <laughs> That's what they you do, right? laser eye surgery. So there's a chance that the next time you listen to or oh, watch the Jay and Ned podcast, Dan will be blind. He'll be like pawing at the board, the soundboard, and it won't make any That's sense. That's what I said to Mike. I'm like, uh, Mike, I'm gonna, this is the last time I ever have to wear contacts uh, because I'm getting laser eye next week. He goes, oh, hope you don't go blind. Yeah, it, it could, could happen. happen. It like, has. Yeah, but you don't put You don't put those negative vibes in the air. I, would no, be, I think if you put it out there, it won't happen. But, but I would be a bit worried saying. because yeah. there is a chance. <laughs> We're worried about you. 
I, th- I would be a bit worried for a couple of reasons. Number one, so many doctors out there. Who knows where they went to school? What kind of technology are they using? Could be fly-by-night. Maybe he went boozing the night before. That's possible, right? <laughs> He's slips. just a human being. He might be jittery. I saw, though. It's, it's a big machine. They just have to like, push a button in it. But what if, what if there's an earthquake? Yeah, this is move. the last state moves? you want to have a laser eye surgery. All of a sudden, there's an earthquake. Just like, oh, and then well, your eyes are all Well, here's the thing. For dribbled. a backup plan, I kept PK my dog's eyeballs. Perfect. <laughs> so I can replace God, I, oh, that would be amazing if you had to have <laughs> eye surgery where you had like your, cat eyes. your dead dog's <laughs> eyeballs inserted into your skull, and it worked. <laughs> and then every time you saw a squirrel or a bird, you were just like, oh, God, yeah. And everyone, everyone would be like, he looks so mysterious. I'm like, because I got dog eyes. <laughs> They're my dog eyes. Dog eyes. <laughs> oh, great. Here comes dog, dog eyes. Here comes dog eyes. Old Dan Dog Eyes O'Toole. Uh, Jeremy Taggart, how do you think I would look with dog eyes? <laughs> oh, my God. I love this. This is amazing. What the hell? Dog eyes? Well, well, I'm going for laser eye surgery. And just in case it goes wrong, I kept my dead dog's eyes so they could replace it. <laughs> what did you keep them you... in? Like ice? <laughs> They're in a Ziploc bag in the freezer. Oh, nice. <laughs> You're kidding, right? <laughs> yes, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm scared there for a second because you've done some crazy stuff, Goldie. Uh, Taggart, you're on Thunder Bay. I should clear something up. I, I mentioned make sure you say hi to the, uh, the uh, Terry Fox statue and to the friendly giant island, but someone said it's not an island, it's an inlet. So I'm, I apologize for that, mm. that geographical error. Mm. Yeah, you made a big mistake there. Big time, on Twitter, Chelsea. you got big time smacks, didn't you? So how's the golf tournament? Everyone getting all liquored up? Yeah, I've just left the dinner where people are starting to get a little loose. You know, everybody's <laughs> so starting to is this bid a two on day stuff event, on the Jeremy? auction. Two day event. Two day event. Yes, Ooh. yesterday was the uh, the charity golf tournament, and today is the pro am for the oh. Stall Foundation Open. So tell us some of the celebs that yeah. you were rubbing shoulders with. Uh, well, the Stahl brothers, who are yep. great people. Glad uh, they Linda showed up. And Linda and Henry Stahl, who are great people as well. I uh, played with Linda yesterday and uh, had a great time. And uh, a bunch of hockey players. So all, all those hockey players. Those did uh, did Alex, Alt, Alex Alt show up? Alex Alt? Yeah. No Tony McKegney, I'll tell you that much. I missed him. <laughs> Uh, I would what was love that? some Tony McKegney in the T-Bay. <laughs> what were some of the good holes? That's my favorite thing about uh, these big golf tournaments is you show up at a hole and it's like, hey, try beat this turkey, his driver. What? Closer to the green. <laughs> hey, try beat this turkey. <laughs> Not an actual turkey, <laughs> but a human. <laughs> but a human. There's a turkey <laughs> here on the tee, and he's got <laughs> a golf club in his hand. The Peterborough Golf Tournament with his barkers. <laughs> Try beat this turkey. <laughs> okay, try and beat the howdy doody doll. Into the golf. Try beat this man. He's got dog eyes. He's got eye dog's eyes in his eyeball. Try to dive into this big twelve foot pool of <laughs> and see if you can survive. See this five hundred woman with the five hundred pound woman with a mustache? Can you hit it past her? <laughs> Uh, by the way, bearded, a full bearded lady that looks exactly like Randy Bachman. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 or, as, soon, as soon as you hit a good drive, she goes, baby. 
<laughs> or is it just Randy Bachman? Yes, actually, you know what? The, they're, uh, it would address. be amazing if you had a, a Randy Bachman lookalike on the tee, and he you know, had a guitar, and as soon as you hit a drive, he's like, baby! And he starts singing you know, that song. How is the business? He's got to eat. He's got to eat, Jeremy. He's got. He's got to feed his family. How would business be for a Randy Bachman lookalike? Oh, good. Real good. I've seen them. I've seen them. On, you guys know what I'm talking about when you get the guys with the big eyes and it's look. It's a look. It's a. It's a rare. But there's a there's a colony out there. And they all have dog eyes. I've seen two of them. I've seen two Randy Bachmans. One was younger, like 28, and the other one was like 50. Uh, what do you like better for a new Dan O'Toole Twitter bio? I have dog eyes, or I don't like fruit in my food. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those dog eyes. I might need the dog eyes. Well, Taggart, do you like fruit in your food, like fruit in your bread? Uh, like fruit? No, I hate like raisins. Yeah, I exactly. Hate raisins and bread. No, but that's different. That's specific. Like... Ra- raisins are the work of the devil. <laughs> okay, so what do you mean, like 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 orange rinds or something? <laughs> <laughs> or like, are you talking about like fruit the fruit cake? Yeah, like well, Jay brought in a loaf of bread. It's got raspberries in it or strawberries. No, it's strawberry bread. It's got pieces of strawberries in it. It's delicious. You'd love it. Most humans. The strawberries? Yeah. 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 Who wouldn't like that? Is that like a new L.A. thing or what? It's uh, No, just Choby made it. She likes to bake. Would you eat that? Oh, see, that's cute then. That's fine. You got to that's, that's Oh, hey, okay. it's great. I'll eat the corner with no strawberries on it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's delicious. starting to sound like that old joke about the farmer's daughter and the cob the corn. What? what? Just the tip? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got something to do with cobs of corn and a lot of grossness. Don't you remember that joke? No, no, tell us. I don't know if I can remember it properly. <laughs> can, Tulsi, can you but look it, it up? To do with, it's something like uh, the farmer's daughter. It's like, whatever you do, don't hang out with the farmer's daughter. And then he ends up with the farmer's daughter, and she's like, uh, something to do with cobs of corn and then sticking them in stuff. and What? Uh, gross. Just the tip. I can't remember it, but it was funny in '88. <laughs> oh, here we go. There's going to remember that joke on Twitter. I swear. There's uh, cops, is this it? Cops. Oh, here it is, Jeremy. Here uh, it is. A farm boy accidentally overturned his wagon load of corn. The farmer who lived nearby heard the noise and yelled over to the boy, "Hey, Willis, forget your troubles. Come in and visit with us. I'll help you get the wagon up later." That's mighty nice of you, Willis answered, but I don't think Pa would like me to. Ah, come on, boy, the farmer insisted. Well, okay, the boy finally agreed and added, but Pa won't like it. After a hearty dinner, Willis thanked his host. I feel a lot better now, but I know Pa's going to be real upset. Don't be foolish, the neighbor said with a smile. By the way, where is he? Under the wagon. What the hell's going on? <laughs> that was the wrong on? joke. That was not. I'm a little confused. I thought, like, I, this is, I hope this is it. Like, the punchline's going to come in. Where is he? Under the wagon. I could, I could see the script, and it was getting toward the end. I'm like, he's not talking about the girl in the corn cobs yet. We're in, we're, I think we're taking on water here on this joke. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's something to do with cream corn at the end, too. 
Corn cobs and cream corn, baby. Uh, Someone will know. I'm telling you. It ain't worth it if we can't figure this out. <laughs> yeah, you're, someone will tell you the, yeah. the punchline. Someone, someone will get us that joke, and we'll, we'll tell it to you next, next time. Two weeks oh, from now. That's a great one, too. Hey, have you been to Lakehead <laughs> University yet since oh, you've been yeah. at Thunder Bay? Yeah. Well, I've done shows there in the past, <clears throat> but not, not today. I, I didn't go. I did stop by the monument, the Terry Fox monument yesterday. I went to Hoido's, which is a mm. classic pancake place here. Ooh. I went to Kanga's, had some pancakes there. That was a nice, Ooh, nice What are you, on a pancake tour? Yeah. yeah the Finnish, the Finland uh, pancakes. They love it here. Oh, are there a lot of Finns in T-Bay? There, there are. Oh, there are. okay. It's a huge settlement. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, listen so to maybe this. Maybe there's some good goalies up here, eh, boy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Why aren't there more goalies coming out of T-Bay? <laughs> <laughs> Get it together, guys. Come on. <laughs> Uh, listen to this. Listen to this, Tagger. We got uh, a tweet from John Iwasco at Echopo. It says, went to Lakehead for a month. All I did was blow loads. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped out. Went to University of New Brunswick. More loads. <laughs> that's really so that's what, what university or college is all about, yeah. Just blowing loads. That's, that's called a... Uh, that's called a... Uh, Education paid for the best. That's right. That's that's money well spent. Yeah, I'm gonna have a wank instead of <laughs> studying today. Or I'll do. How both. come I know every porn star for the last 15 years, but I don't know anything about this test? <laughs> there you go. You gotta relate them to porn stars, I guess. Mm, that's how you remember the periodic table. <laughs> yep. I know Peter North like the back of my hand. Yeah, that's right. Peter North. Oh, no, you know, there's, we... there's, there's the new breed, I guess, now. There's younger, new guys. I think Peter's know. still doing his thing, though. And you, I think we all know what his thing is. Yeah, that's Someone's opening thing. the door. They want us out of here. Really? I'm coming, baby. <laughs> okay, Tiger, we're getting kicked oh, out. we got to say goodbye, buddy. Hughes. It's our boss. What? What the hell is going on? Okay, boys. We, uh, w- it was a pleasure talking to you. Get home safe. Oh. We'll chat with you in a couple of weeks. Are we in trouble? All right, guys. Take care, buddy. Michael Goodbye. Hughes, are we in trouble? No, no, that's not going to happen. It's Michael uh, Hughes, our our executive producer, Michael Hughes, everyone. Uh, I just just want you guys to be conscious of the time. Oh, so pre-tapes and some other things going on. Can we move my pre-tape to like (laughs) seven (laughs) thirty? Why does it have to be seven? We're doing some things. We just got to get out there. You know, it's a big day. Yeah, it is. Big day. Okay, well, we better. We better yeah, wrap it, it, is, it is. It's on. first official uh, appearance. Is you, come on in. <laughs> no, I'm good. Can you tell the uh, producer Tim's story very quickly yes. before we wrap this up? We've wanted to have Michael on to tell this it's story about producer Speak into the Tim. microphone, though. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's, yeah. It's not, I feel like the story's been built up quite a bit. No, there we haven't is. really talked about no, it. No, we haven't discussed but, but it But even just internally. So we go to a UFC immersion program, right? Which you have to explain U- that. Yeah, the UFC is looking to get you know our our, our on air talent, guys like Dan who 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 actually showed up, uh, <laughs> and other and other on air talent as well as producers sort of acclimated with the sport, uh, have a better understanding of what it takes to go into fighting, uh, what all this stuff means. My phone is ringing. <laughs> You're a busy man. Uh, and, and so we all showed up. Dan and I did a lot of the fighting together. We learned a lot. I kind of just horse. kicked your ass like for yeah. about three hours. Yeah. Um, but it did end up being, I think, far more intense than we thought it was going to be. That said, 
in the email that went out, it asked specifically that you wear comfortable clothing. Uh, to which pr- producer Tim did not apparently read that part of the email uh, because he did proceed to show up wearing black jeans and a tucked-in blue button-down collared shirt and then decided that he was going to continue to go through with all of the exercises, kicking bags, punching, doing all kinds of stuff, working out with people. And he even had, like... UFC fighters telling him that he was like doing a really good job. Oh, they were encouraging until he keeled over with back pain and couldn't continue. There was a lot of this with Tim. There was a lot of a lot of wiping the brow and a lot of shaking out the shirt. Yeah, this has been a real riot, guys. Thank you, Michael. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. By the way, you guys guys are doing a great job. Nice, and I like that shirt. Thank you very much. Only ten episodes in, you made it. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Oh, watch the mic. Oh. oh, that was terrific. Okay, we better wrap it up. Michael has a, a terrific uh, broadcast voice. Yes, he's mad. I think right now. Is he? They're mad well, at me. The sh- the sh- we're on air on in less me, than guys. two hours. Are we? Well, the show's on at eight. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. balls! We better. We got to wrap her up, guys. Okay, well, guys, what a great show we've had. <laughs> Fulton, Vader, Mike Botticella. <laughs> Grand finale. Dan O'Toole. It's chaos here. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Two weeks. We'll be back. I'm taking my loaf and going home. Dan O'Toole. Dan O'Toole. Jai on right. Jai on right.